So if we took people out to dinner, we could only write off 50%. Now you're gonna be able to write off 100%. We are helping uh, Victoria, Texas find their next president. South Korean-based LG Electronics will expand its operations complex in Clarksville, Tennessee. Uh, the project is expected to create 334 new jobs. The web application will be available at restaurants.sba.gov. We got back from Las Vegas and I was just too heavy. I weighed 268 pounds. Next Move Group, the voice of economic development. Here is Chad Chancellor. Hello, this is Chad Chancellor, co-founder of Next Move Group, and welcome to this week's YouTube Economic Development Newscast, the voice of economic development. I'm starting this week with some exciting news personally. So it's our show. We can start however we want. Huh? Don't worry. Coming in here is going to be updates on the stimulus money that's come out. Some of the things you want to let your businesses know. We're going to have in here update on our product of the month. Also executive searches we're doing and our golf tip and so forth. But I got to start with some personal news. I got on the scale this morning and I'm now down 41 pounds. I started November 17th. I started watching what I ate. We got back from Las Vegas, and I was just too heavy. I weighed 268 pounds. It scared me to death. I wasn't feeling good. I wasn't feeling good. I was starting to get fluid, like around my ankles when I wore my socks and all, and I just literally wasn't feeling good. And I started doing the keto diet with intermittent fasting. I have not exercised one bit. And I, uh, as of this morning, I weigh 227. So I'm now down 41 pounds. Some of y'all have been asking me. They say, hey, Chad, you look like you're losing weight. I wasn't going to tell anybody till I got below 40 pounds. But that was a threshold for me this morning. I still want to lose some more. I'm not finished yet. But I have not exercised at all. That's what has amazed me about this. All through the years, I've struggled with my weight. And, you know, living in New Orleans, you have Mardi Gras, you have football, you have Jazz Fest. We didn't do any of that this year. So it was a good time for me to really get hold of myself. But I've always exercised here and there. I'd ride a treadmill 45 minutes. I hadn't done any of that losing this weight. So I'm now down 41 pounds since uh, November the 17th. And this is April 18th. So literally five months, I'm down 41 pounds. So that's just a little personal success I got to share with you as a guy who's always been overweight. I've struggled with my weight since I was 10 years old. For our stimulus money update this week, there's something that you need to let your businesses know. Uh, this year, any expenses in restaurants, meals are going to be able to be wrote off 100%. So historically, you can only write off 50% of them. That's always been the law with the IRS. So if we took people out to dinner, we could only write off 50%. Now you're going to be able to write off 100%. This is Congress's way of trying to get people to spend money with your restaurants. And even under the Trump administration, you could write off 0% if it was purely entertainment. Now you're going to be able to write off 100% of money spent in, in restaurants. So if you all send newsletters or YouTube shows like this, you might want to let your businesses know that they're going to be able to write off next year on their taxes 100% of the money that they spend in restaurants. We have so umpteen board trainings. Uh, so I, I don't know what's going on. If economic development boards all need training, perhaps they do, but we have so umpteen of them. We sold one to West Virginia. This week I'm doing one in uh, Alabama. We're doing one in South Dakota. We're doing one in Florida, and we got several other ones along the way. So you all might have bought or heard about our board training video that runs about $277. Well, these are literal board trainings 
where I'm going in and either training them in person or doing it by Zoom videos. So uh, there's obviously a need for this. If you feel that you have new board, and listen, you may have a great board now and six months from now you have a bad board. You know, that's how this works because they just turn over for no reason other than the calendar changes, which don't get me started. I think that's a stupid idea. But anyway, if you're interested in getting some training for your board on what they can do to drive economic development, if you're interested in getting training for your elected officials on what they can do to drive economic development, what everybody's role is so you stay out of each other's hair, either buy that video or call us. We'd be glad to do one of these also for you. We're doing an executive search for the Victoria County, Texas Economic Development Corporation. It's going to pay about $190,000. This is for the CEO position. We did the search for the VP position earlier this year. So don't get confused if you've seen two from the same town come out for us. Uh, right along, we are doing the VP search. The CEO got a position with AEP Electric Power. So he left after about 15 or 20 years in Victoria. So this has been a very stable organization. We all didn't feel it would be right to hire the VP and them not even know who their boss is. So we're going to do the CEO search first and then pick that VP up right where we left off. So this is a great job. I think it's one of the best jobs in Texas, especially outside the metro areas. Victoria is right between uh, Houston and San Antonio right square between them and if once you get out of both of those suburbs victoria is the biggest city along through there it's got a lot of big industries dow's there caterpillars there they've got a winning tradition and they have had a historic historic low turnover i mean they have had people in these roles for a long long time so this is a great job in texas apply by may the 7th and feel free to call us or set a Zoom with us if you got questions if you might be interested. We won additional searches this week in Texas. So we're going to have two in Texas we're doing. We won one in Iowa. We won one in Florida. And we're at third base with several other ones. So be on the lookout. We're going to have a bunch of searches coming at you at once right here. So let us know which ones you might be interested in. And remember, April is our virtual building special. Each month, we offer a different product for a discounted rate. So in April, you can buy our virtual building product for 10% off. We sold one this week, and I think we're going to sell one next week. We probably only have the capacity to do three or four at one time, to be honest with you. So if you're interested, you better let us know now. Because I know we sold one this week, and I think we're about to sell another one. So we got capacity probably for one or two more. Let us know. This special is going to run through April the 30th. If you sign a deal with us by April 30th, you'll get 10% off. And in May 1st, we'll have a different special for a totally different product. Now, on to sports. The Cardinals have no pitching. Absolutely no pitching. And uh, I I'm actually amazed that they're hovering around 500 as bad as they have pitched. I can't understand it. Coming in the year, the pitching was supposed to be good, but it's just, just been terrible. I mean, and they're getting beat bad. They're getting beat 10 to two in game. These games they've lost, they hadn't even been in the running for them. And uh, the games they're winning, they're winning like eight to six. So they got to find some pitching. They got to find it quicker. It's going to be a long season for the Cardinals. As for Mississippi State, I like the way our schedule is lining up. I really do. So we're playing Ole Miss this weekend. I'm recording this video Sunday morning before the Mississippi State Ole Miss game. So I don't know how that's going to turn out. We beat Ole Miss Friday. They beat us Saturday. So we'll see who wins today. Next week, we play Vanderbilt, who's probably the best team in the country along with Arkansas. After Vanderbilt, we get all the easy teams right in a row, Texas A&M and all of those easy teams that we ought to be able to whip up on. And, you know, baseball, I've noticed over the years, it's a lot about getting hot at the right time. 
And looking at our schedule in May, Mississippi State ought to go on a run, and that's what I like. So if we can beat Ole Miss today and beat Vanderbilt even one game next week, that's going to set us up because our last three or four series are with some of the easiest teams in the conference. We ought to be able to go on a run and get hot, and this might be our year to win the College World Series. And lastly, this week's golf tip comes from Greg Norman. You know, he might have been the best driver of the ball ever. Can you imagine how far he would hit it with today's technology? He's got a great tip about your takeaway. When you're taking the club away from the ball, he says, practice putting a ball behind the ball. So if this is your, your ball you're going to hit, put your ball right here and sweep that ball straight back with your club. Sweep it straight back when you take it away. What a lot of amateurs do, they'll sweep that ball inside. Hardly anybody sweeps it outside, but that's how Lee Trevino played. So that's not a bad way to play. You can play from outside. You can't play from inside. Don't sweep it inside. Sweep the ball straight back. Push that ball back a foot or so and make sure it goes straight. What that's going to do is start your swing on the right plane. You're going to have your takeaway straight back. It's going to turn you behind the ball. If you jerk the club inside, you never really turn behind it, see? Push that ball away. You'll get behind the ball. You'll take it away well. It's one of the absolute fundamentals of golf that's going to help you. Due to various demands on time and resources, economic development and trade and export agencies often struggle to complete effective market research and business outreach campaigns. For the past 10 plus years, Research FDI, along with our affiliated consulting groups at Research B2B and FDI 365, have leveraged our in-house knowledge, resources, and expertise in market research and consulting to help over 250 organizations directly facilitate inward investment attraction and new trade and export opportunities for their regions across a wide variety of industry sectors. Our highly personalized services and best cost to quality ratio in the industry ensures our client satisfaction, leading to repeat customers year after year. What are you waiting for? Leave the market research and business outreach to the expert team at Research FDI. To learn more about our services, contact us today. Welcome back to another week of the Your Next Move section of this week's newscast. I have a lot of roles available again across the U.S. One's going to be a presidential role. Six are going to be economic development director roles. And the last is going to be a coordinator position. So first up in Next Move group searches, we are helping uh, Victoria, Texas find their next president. So the president will be responsible for meeting with outside agencies, partners and developers, while also interacting with state and local development officials and representatives. This person will coordinate with partnering agencies throughout Victoria. The salary range is 150,000 to 190,000 and residency within Victoria County is required. Um, you can apply for this role by sending your cover letter and resume to victoria at the nextmovegroup.com. The deadline for this role is May 7th of 2021. Next up in Alpharetta, Georgia, they're looking for a director of economic development. The director will report to the city administrator and is responsible for directing, managing, supervising, and coordinating all activities and operations of the economic development department. They'll work closely with the mayor, city council, and the city administrator. A bachelor's degree is required in 10 years in a leadership role um, in economic development or business development. The salary range is 130 to 150,000. You can apply for this one on governmentjobs.com backslash careers backslash Alpharetta. The deadline to apply is the 23rd of this month by 5 p.m. 
Next up in Roanoke, Virginia, they're also looking for a director of economic development. Roanoke is the largest municipality in the western half of Virginia and encompasses 43 square miles. You can apply for this role on govhrjobs.com. You can direct any questions to Sarah McKee, who's the senior vice president at 224-282-8310. Next up, my alma mater, USM, is looking for a director of economic development and entrepreneurship to lead the Trenton Lot Center for Excellence in Economic Development and Entrepreneurship. The director is responsible for leading and conducting economic development and business research, and that also encompasses planning, coordinating, and directing of the university's economic development efforts and research. A doctorate degree is required from an accredited university in economic development, business, or related field, and additional 10 years of experience is required. You can apply for this role on USM's website on the career page. Next up, Bourbon County, Kansas is looking for an economic development director as well. The director is responsible for retention and expansion of existing business, attracting new business that complements the existing and in pursuing grants, a bachelor's degree in economic development, public or business administration, marketing or finance is preferred as well as a CECD certification. You can send your resume to gmotley at banklandmark.com. You can direct any questions to Greg Motley at 620-215-6411. Next up in Garland, Texas, they're also looking for an economic development director. The director is responsible for planning, directing, and leading all aspects of the city's economic development programs from initial concept to full implementation, working with internal and external partners. A master's degree in economic development or related field is required. This can be real estate development, public administration, or business administration, or geography. In addition, five to seven years of experience in economic development and two in management is required. You can apply on the city's website on their career page. Next up, the city of Prattville, Alabama is also looking for an economic development director. Prattville is part of Montgomery's MSA with over 35,000 residents. The director is responsible for facilitating inclusive and strategic economic development initiatives to grow and maintain jobs and increase the tax base of the city. A bachelor's degree or equivalent um, experience in economic development is required, as well as five years in a leadership role. Um, you can apply at thechaseongroup.com. Direct any questions to Tim Chason at 404-735-0540. All right, the last economic development director role is in San Antonio, Texas. The director is responsible for planning, directing, managing, and overseeing the activities and operations of the economic development department. Um, a bachelor's degree in a related field is required, as well as eight years of increasingly responsible um, professional experience in owning a business or a public sector management. This includes three years of administrative or supervisory responsibility. The salary range is 124 to 198,000. You can apply at San Antonio at jci-inc.net. Questions can be directed to Todd Jorgensen. Last but not least, we have an economic development coordinator role in Atkin County, Minnesota. Atkin County is accepting applications for a full-time economic development coordinator to establish, implement, and administer a uniform economic development program that will stimulate economic and retail development in the county. A bachelor's degree in planning, economic development, um, business, economics, marketing, or related field, or a combination of experience and education is required. This person must be willing to work flexible hours, including weekends, as needed for trade shows and other relevant events. The salary range is $50,000 to $85,000.
you can apply at co.atkin.mn.us. Questions can be called, directed at 218-927-7306, or you can email hr at co.atkin.mn.us. This position is open until filled. That's going to be it for jobs across the U.S. Good luck in your job search. Hello, this is Brandon Nettles. In this week's Running the Basis segment, I'll be detailing new industrial announcements from across America. To start us off this week, Log Steel Distillery will move forward with a $24 million investment in Nelson County, Kentucky. Palmetto Yacht Management, uh, they're a marine transport company. They plan to establish their HQ in operations in Manning, South Carolina. Uh, that project is going to create over 211 new jobs over the next five years. Sailrite Enterprises plans to expand operations in Columbia City, Indiana. That project is going to create 50 new jobs by the end of 2024. South Korean-based LG Electronics will expand its opera, uh, operations complex in Clarksville, Tennessee. Uh, the project is expected to create 334 new jobs in Montgomery County. Lifecycle Corporation will build its third commercial lithium-ion battery recycling facility in Gilbert, Arizona. Uh, the project is expected to create roughly 50 new jobs. Central States Manufacturing, they're a metal building components company, is going to invest $13 million to establish operations in Graniteville, South Carolina. They're going to create 70 new jobs in Aiken County. Ninth Avenue Foods plans to establish its Midwest HQ production facility in Columbus, Indiana. The project is expected to create over 100 new jobs by the end of 2025. Bonnie Plants plans to upgrade and expand their greenhouse facilities in Union Springs, Alabama. That project is going to bring 60 new jobs to Bullock County. Guzmer Enterprises is going to invest $26.5 million to build a production facility in Hickory, North Carolina. Berry Global plans to invest roughly $70 million to expand its manufacturing plant in Benson, North Carolina. Colonial Chemical will expand operations in New Hope, Tennessee. They're going to invest $13.8 million and create 44 new jobs in Marion County. Cummins will invest $42 million at its Rock, uh, Rocky Mount engine plant in Whitakers, North Carolina. Carter Wind Turbines is going to look at a new wind energy company in Lawton, Oklahoma. It's going to be a $10 million project, and it's going to create 300 new jobs over the next five years. Denali Therapeutics is going to establish a research and development center in Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, the company is going to create roughly 100 new high-paying jobs in the state in the next 10 years. SES will invest $17 million in a new facility in Prince William County, Virginia. The company plans to create up to 200 new jobs by 2026. STS Group AG will invest $39 million to establish its first U.S. manufacturing operation in Wythe County, Virginia. They're planning to create up to 120 new jobs. DHL South, uh, Supply Chain will expand its South Carolina footprint by establishing new operations in Cowpen, South Carolina. The more than $92.7 million project is expected to create 249 new jobs in Cherokee County. Allegiant Travel Company will establish a base of operations in Austin, Texas. The $75 million project is expected to create 89 high-wage jobs. Finally, Lineage Logistics will build a $42 million expansion of its cold storage facility in New Orleans, Louisiana. The company will retain 108 existing jobs, 188 existing jobs, while creating an estimated 50 new maritime uh, and warehousing jobs. That's going to round us out for this week. If you'd like to uh, feature any of your upcoming announcements, feel free to reach out, and I'll see you next time.
Hey everyone, it's Gabby Molise and welcome to this week's Learning Lab segment. Let's dive right into some COVID-19 relief grants. First on the agenda today is Rhode Island. Rhode Island announced a new grant program to assist small businesses impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. The program will use $20 million in CARES Act funds to give qualifying businesses $5,000 grants. The first round of applications will be accepted on a first come first serve basis beginning Thursday, April 15th through Friday, April 30th at 5 p.m. Future rounds and expansions of this program are possible depending upon demand and availability of funds. You can learn more information on that at commerceri.com slash relief grant. The next state I'm gonna talk about today is Indiana. More COVID-19 relief is available for Indiana small businesses. The state is adding another $60 million to its small business restart grant program. Qualifying businesses with fewer than 100 employees can get up to $50,000 over a 12 month period to reimburse payroll and non-payroll expenses from March, 2020 to May 1st of 2021. Businesses that already got a small business restart grant but haven't reached the program's limit can reapply. And the funding comes from the Federal CARES Act money allocated by the Indiana General Assembly. You can learn more about that on backontrack.in.gov. Next up, I'm gonna talk some more about those restaurant revitalization funds. The National Restaurant Association released a fact sheet that includes details about the restaurant revitalization grants. The fact sheet includes information from a Q&A from last Tuesday that included Small Business Administration Associate Administrator Patrick Kelly. There is still no spe specified release date for the restaurant revitalization fund grant applications. During the Q&A, Patrick Kelly revealed some important details operators need to know about where and how to apply when applications go live. The web application will be available at restaurants.sba.gov. So that link is not live yet. And he did not reveal a date, but Kelly said that applications are on the precipice of opening. You can learn more about that and find that fact sheet on restaurantsact.com slash federal resources. Well, that's all for this week. And until next time.